Welcome to the Rise Up Kings podcast, where you'll hear from the pros who've built business empires without sacrificing their faith, family, or fitness. The host, Skylar Lewis, has built multiple multi-million dollar companies, is an author, speaker, and founder of the three-day Rise Up Kings experience. It's time to rise up to your God-given potential and create a life of liberty, abundance, and impact. To learn more about Rise Up Kings, go to riseupkings.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And we are live. Today, I do not have an interview guest. I wanted to drop some fire on a specific topic, really talking about high performance and uh, and what that looks like to be a high performer. I was thinking about it out of the, the hundreds of CEOs that I've coached and through through Rise Up Kings and our other programs, there's certain traits and certain things that uh, that the high performers do. And I want to talk about those on that podcast. So I've titled this The Five Hacks for High Performance. So the first hack is having an inspiring vision, right? Where there is no vision, the people perish. And so if you want to be a high performer and play at at a high level, it's critical that you have an inspiring vision. It's critical that you have something that is pulling you into the future, a reason to wake up every day. Um, I remember when I launched uh, Rise Up Kings, like I was, I was a little bit bored with life, with uh, with my with my company, Superior Restoration, great company, but and I was just bored, and so I, uh, yeah, I, I I needed something that would take me to the next level because the thing is, when I know when I'm comfortable, when I'm not growing, that is when I am playing at the lowest level. But when I'm growing and I'm and I'm doing something big, I show up with fire, not only on the project I'm working on, but with my family and with those around me, I bring the fire. And so having an inspiring vision is key. And so something to, to think about when you're building out a vision, right? M- most people do not have a vision for their lives. So if you're going to create a vision, if you're going to think, I heard this from someone once, if you're going to think, why not think big? If you're going to think, why not think? Think big. I was at a uh, I was at a, a marketing conference a couple weeks ago, and I was listening to Logan Paul. He was up on stage. I wasn't expecting it to to be any good, honestly. And uh, man, he he was actually very inspirational. Like his his desire to be the best he can be, his desire to to, to just to his his actual vision and he had it ever since he was a kid was to be the world's number one entertainer the world's number one entertainer and so i heard that and and what he did is he did every day he used to write out i will be the world's number one entertainer and then he would read it to himself in the mirror and say it to himself every single day morning and night i will be the world's number one entertainer and so he had this vision, a very inspiring vision, and he's done some huge things. He has over 100 million followers, and he's, I think he's 27, 28, a pretty incredible story. And so it got me thinking, like, I went back and I scratched out my old vision that I had, and I thought it was pretty big, and I, I leveled up my vision, something that is very inspiring and that will pull me into the future and pull me through the pain and pull me through the mud when it gets difficult. So... I recommend if you don't have a clear vision for your future in the next year, five years, 10 years, 
Go take four hours out. Go take a day out by yourself with a notepad and a pen, turn your phone off, and go get clear on what it is you want to create in your life. What do you want your life to look like? And the critical piece of this is you got to be clear. It's got to be very, very clear on what it is you want to create. Just don't say, hey, I want to be the best father I can be, right? What exactly? Who do you want to be? Like, what results are you are you looking for in the future? So number one is create that inspiring vision. And number two is step out in faith. Uh, when I first launched Rise Up Kings, I uh, when I was thinking of the idea, it was really like, it was a big risk for me. And so what I wanted to do, I'd always done everything on my own, meaning, or what I thought was on my own. I kind of played within my realm of my strengths. And so with this thing, I wanted to do something so big that God would have to show up. The only way that it would happen would be if God showed up in in this. The only way Rise Up Kings would launch is if God showed up. So I gave myself, it was about a 45-day deadline to go from zero to a full-on event with content, facilitators, coaches, a three-day full event. And I had thought about this for for a couple of years, but I didn't have all the pieces in place. So I gave myself this 45-day period. It was January 24th through 26th was our first event in 2020. And uh, we all remember that, right? <laughs> right before COVID hit. And I, uh, so I, 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 I committed. I said, Lord, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do my part. I'm going to go all out. But the only way this thing's happening is if you show up. And I mean, miraculously, I mean, I got connected with one of the most incredible drill instructors. All the pieces came together. And I remember sitting in church that Sunday after the event, and they were singing, you are faithful, Lord. And I got a chance to really, I mean, I felt it. My, I started crying. I, I, like, I felt his presence and knew he was faithful and he showed up. It was powerful. But the only way that would have happened was if I would have, if if I wouldn't have taken that risk, I would not have been able to see God show up that way. So if you're if you're playing in your own strengths, find a way to go go take a go take a risk, go play big, do something so big that God would have to show up. Step out in faith. Number three is routine equals freedom. I am a huge routine guy. I used to struggle waking up early. I, I used to wake up at 8, 8.30 when I had my own business when I was 20, 2021. 20, and uh, I struggled waking up early. It was very difficult for me. And uh, and I, I, I didn't want to be trapped by a routine. And so what I did was I, I, I realized eventually that the routine actually sets you free. And so I started developing a morning routine that I've been now teaching for almost almost eight years uh, the specific morning routine. And so having a routine, it's critical. It's not only the morning routine, but it's also a routine around your work schedule. Like how do you uh, set up your day? Do you do the certain things each morning or do you kind of free flow it every day? I, I would challenge you, if you can get a rhythm down in your work schedule, you will be more effective, right? Maybe it's calls from eight to 10. Maybe it's prospecting from you know 10 to 12. Uh, maybe it's content creation for these two hours, like dedicate chunks of time to doing something. So, but have a routine with it, like free flowing in business is not ideal. Maybe you have a day or a half a day that you free flow, but overall you want to find a way to turn it into a routine. And then the third thing was uh, with your family. So uh, having a morning routine, right? A consistent workout routine, but also a routine around investing in your family. What's your process? Do you have a weekly date night? Is it on the same day each week? 
Uh, how do you invest with your kids? Do you have a, a, is it on your calendar? Do you have a routine for the way you invest in your family? So routines actually create freedom because you don't have to think about it. So when you have it on the schedule, you have a routine, you no longer are using brain power to think about these specific things. It's incredible. Our brains are, are they're built to conserve energy. So any way that it can serve, conserve energy, you can use that energy for something else like creating, not thinking about how you're going to start your morning or thinking about how you're going to invest in your family or how you're going to work, do your work schedule. Find a way to, to re- turn it into a system, turn it into a routine so you can actually save that brain power for creation. Number four, avoid the drift. Uh, yeah, the drift destroys so many people. Most people never reach their potential because they're 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 on a roller coaster. What do I mean by that? They have highs, right? They get excited, they get fired up, they go launch a business, and then they have lows over and over, right? They're very inconsistent with their emotional stability. And so I see these people that have a ton of potential, but they they get fired up and then they drop. And they do this every every couple weeks, sometimes every week. Um, so what the drift is, is the drift is when you when you have a mission, right, that you're going after, uh, you start to fall off. You get triggered by something that causes you to fall off, causes you to stop doing what you were doing. Uh, right. Maybe you're working out daily, but you get in a fight with your wife. So you get thrown off on a drift. Or maybe you're focused on business uh, creation and you're killing it and you get a letter from an attorney saying you're being sued. Right. That's called a drift. If you stop doing the things you know you should be doing, maybe it's content creation, sales calls, I mean, whatever it is you're working on, like those triggers will throw you off. They'll throw most human beings off, but the high performers find a way to get back out of the drift. So you may go into a drift, but have it be a short period of time. For me, my drifts were sometimes months, right? I'd be on fire for months and then I'd be in a funk or off my game for months. And so you want to get into a place where you can avoid that drift. So if you can shorten that time frame, maybe it's a maybe it's two weeks that you're off your game, then a week, then three days, then a day. Now my drifts typically last a couple hours. If I if some, something throws me into a funk, I actually have a process that I go through where I get out of that funk. I pull myself out because I know average performers go with their emotions, right? They trust their emotions. Uh, so if they feel bad, then they're bad that day, right? If they feel off, then they'll be off the whole day or week or month. I know my emotions are BS. And so I'm going to go, I'm going to go follow what I know to be true, which is my vision, which is what, what I'm going after. And so a way that I do that is if I get triggered, I'll go journal. I'll go journal and kind of process through what triggered me so I can pull out of the drift. Uh, or I'll work out. Exercise is a great way. Another thing is you can call a friend and reach out to a friend or a family member that can kind of re-inspire you. Uh, You can pray, right? Praying and just being present with God and and handing that burden off to him. Those are some ways that I use to to get out of the drift because I don't want to stay in the drift. Again, I know average people stay in the drift. High performers, uh, if you're in a funk, you don't walk into the Super Bowl in a funk. Like you have to get out of it. So what is your process for getting out of the drift? And I would clarify that. Write it down. What works for you? And number five is stay energized. Um, I, I I started waking up at 4 a.m. a couple years ago. And, and what I found is the only way I can make 4 a.m. work is if I eat healthy and eat clean. 
um, I want to stay energized, where I think of yourself as a battery. Your battery is dropping energy uh, every day. It uses energy throughout the entire day, your, your mind, your physical body, uh, emotionally, like you're using energy. However, if you're eating health or if you're eating unhealthy, your energy levels will drop so much faster. And so a key part of a high performer is they take care of their body. They eat healthy. For me, that's low carbs, low sugar, right? Staying very low on the carb side, protein and veggies. And everybody has their own way to, to do this. But I know if I eat protein and veggies for most of the day and then have some carbs in the afternoon, I can wake up at 4 a.m. I can get about six hours of sleep. But if I eat crappy, if I eat a hamburger in the afternoon, I'll crash right after that. And then I'll be tired the rest of the day. So the way I the way I stay energized is I eat healthy. I exercise and then I eat healthy. Exercise is a critical piece, but I'm talking I'm talking more about what you put in your body, like how you fuel your body. What kind of fuel do you have? Imagine yourself as a battery. What's fueling that battery? Is it a bunch of carbs and crap, and that's why it drains so fast, or are you like a lithium, just epic right battery because you're filling yourself up with the best fuel? So again. Create an inspiring vision. Step out in faith, right? Think big. Have a routine because routines equal freedom. Number four is avoid the drift. Like focus on staying out of the drift. And number five is stay energized. Like eat healthy, exercise, focus on keeping your body highly energized throughout the entire day so you don't have dips of energy throughout the day. So for you, which one of these is 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 causing you the most frustration, or which one of these do you need to implement uh, right away? Which one of these would provide the biggest ROI for you, the biggest return on investment? Right? Is it is it which one is it? I'd love to I'd love to hear if this is on uh, YouTube or on our podcast. If you could post a comment, like which one of these do you need to work on? Um, all right, that's all I got. Just wanted to share some, uh, drop some fire, and uh, just be present with you on this podcast. I'm excited for all of uh, all of you that listen. Uh, very excited. I mean, th this podcast has meant a lot to me. It's uh, we get a ton of downloads each month, and uh, I'm 